the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome. You're listening to Racer Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. This hour brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a small business and you're looking for maybe having a hard time actually getting cashiers, well, Southwest Point of Sale could fix that for you. All you need to do is give them a call at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look at your facility, and if it fits their program, you'll be ahead of the game. It's no more expensive than an old cash register if you were going to buy one. You can change your prices with your iPhone. You get 24-hour day, seven-day week uh, support. Let them take a look. 800-540-2149. And Black Forest Motorsports, if you're driving a BMW, Mini Cooper, Porsche, looking for a dealer alternative, over 45 years you'll have at uh, Black Forest. And if you want to go rally racing, IMSA, WeatherTech, any of the sports car groups, they can make your car get right up close. It's got to be up to you then the car all right who you got for us today there my dear well i would like to give a shout out to rick stafford for helping to uh, set up this interview one of the owners of auto house mercedes-benz who's one of our sponsors you probably didn't oh thank you for that no i think of him as a great host at the base uh Boat races. Yes, sir. He's a great host. He is a <laughs> yeah. boat guy. He's a boat guy, and he helped us set up the interview. So I believe on the line is David Williams from the Hydroplane and Race Boat Museum. Hey, David, are you there? Uh-oh. Where'd he go? He went boat racing. What's the sound man saying? Oh, there Hi. he is. How you doing, buddy? Can you hear me now? Yes. I can hear you now. Like a commercial, can you hear me now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Are you the executive director of the museum? Oh, Rick has been doing a great job doing PR for me. Yes, I oh. am the executive director of the Hydroplane and Race Boat Museum. But that's not as cool as that sounds. I'm also the forklift operator, the janitor, <laughs> the uh, parking lot attendant. Do you sell hot dogs? Uh, well, we sell hamburgers. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll flip you up a burger if you want one. So tell me, because I, you know. I, I'm afraid to say that I don't think I've heard of this museum. Uh, can you give us a little rundown, the history, and how long it's been yeah. there, and what you guys display? Well, sure. Um, we are the Hydroplane and Raceboat Museum. We're located just south of Seattle in a little suburb called Kent. And uh, we've been there for 25 years. Wow. And the main thing we do is we restore vintage unlimited hydroplanes. If you're from San Diego and 
Brittany. I understand that uh, Rick took you out to Bayfair, or you, yes. you joined Rick at Bayfair, so you you know what an unlimited hydroplane is. They're <laughs> yeah. the biggest, fastest, meanest boats on the water. Uh, they're two hundred mile an hour circle boat. Uh, we have been restoring boats there. Uh, I think we've restored about twenty boats now. Wow. The oldest boat in our collection goes way back to nineteen oh eight. What? Most of the boats are from the 50s, 60s, and 70s and are powered by great big Rolls-Royce Merlins <laughs> out of 251 Mustang. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And V12, uh, twin supercharged V12 with uh, 1,650 cubic inches putting out almost 3,000 horsepower when we put nitrous to them. Jeez. And we've, we've got uh, a slew of these boats, and uh, we figured it was sort of tough to bring people to the museum. So what we have done over the years is we've developed a program where we take them around the country. We literally take them around the country and run in front of uh, race fans at other races. We've been as far, uh, well, we've run down in San Diego once uh, several years ago, and we've run um, in Long Beach. We run in Honolulu. We've run all up and down the West Coast and as far east as Buffalo, New York, and pretty well everywhere in between. Um, and uh, we figured it's a whole lot easier to run a boat in front of a couple hundred thousand fans or you know, 10 or 20,000 fans than it will be to get those people to find our little museum, museum and yeah. <laughs> So, So you actually set them in the water, fire them up? Oh, we do. We <laughs> do. In fact, uh, I ran four boats. Uh, we ran four boats. I couldn't, of course, drive them all <laughs> myself. But we ran four boats at an exhibition here in Seattle back uh, in – in May, and we will be running. Um, we have an exhibition on the Columbia River in eastern Washington where we have four Rolls Royce powered boats, uh, all from the mid 70s, wow. sort of a theme week. Uh, we'll be running those in two weeks in Tri Cities, Washington, and then three weeks on Lake Washington in Seattle. And I tell you, we would love to bring these boats down to San Diego. Uh, yes. Yeah. One of the key boats that we have, the Atlas Van Lines was owned and driven by a guy named Bill Muncy, only the winningest <laughs> driver in the history of our sport. Only uh-huh. yeah. my idol. I think, yeah. We even and, know that uh, name. You know that name. Yep. Well, he lives in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, uh, yeah. And then Chip Hanauer, that's another one. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, Chip. Bernie Little. So, you know, I so can go know. through almost the whole... I, I, nothing I love better than the big boats. I love them. Well, that's excellent. Well, we've got a slew of them. Uh, and I'd love to bring four of them down to San Diego. We haven't quite figured out how to pay for that yet. Uh, <laughs> it's awfully. Have you connect? Have you contacted with the Thunderboat folks to put on the? Um, we have, and and they've said we'd love to have you, but they don't have extra money right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got. So you got to find a sponsor. I do. We're we're hunting. We're sponsor hunting. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we're paying. I don't know what prices are like down in San Diego, but for me to get. Trick 114 racing fuel, it's well over 10 bucks a gallon. And you know what? I go through two gallons a mile. I was just going to uh, say. Are they are they transported in open? Like, I mean, it's a parade when some of those it boats is. are it's being transported. So someone who might be uh, thinking of sponsoring, it's going to be quite visible. Like the whole think? spectacle, it's going to oh, catch sure. your eye and let's get your sponsor, you know, up there and seen. Right. If someone's like, uh, I yeah. love hydro boats, I want to be a part of this. There's lots of exposure. Yeah, the boats are 14 feet wide. So in order to get them on the highway, we have to tilt them at yes. about a 45-degree right. angle. And they make quite a sight on the road. And we display at 
know, frankly, when we go on the road, we rarely pay for food or hotel because <laughs> we stop and we'll do free displays at restaurants and free displays yeah. at hotels. And, uh, and they feed you. They, they do. You sound like oh, a little. Is, you sound like sense. a little rock band. Yeah, you know, trying to <laughs> trying to make it to the big time. Dragging that, yourself. Exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. to every little you bar it. you can find yeah. that'll let you yeah. play for food or booze. That's funny. So it sounds yeah. like you have this in mind. You want to make it happen, and that's what Rick had we said. Do. Four vintage hydros to San Diego is what you're hoping for. Yeah, Rick has been promoting us uh, and trying to come up with money, and uh, you know. He's he's close, but we still need to yeah. get a few more well, few more can, bucks to seal the deal. I can help, you know, with radio and TV. Maybe you don't have to bring. I mean, I, maybe Rick and I can get together and 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 get a boat that's local, and then if you want to come down from up north to San Diego and and go on KUSI with me because it's it's huge. You know? Hear that, Rick? Yeah. You, you're going to have to go on TV now. No, Rick's not going to go on TV. <laughs> oh, he will too. He won't get his mug get on, on TV. <laughs> Couldn't even get him to come into radio. Well, Are you he kidding me? He doesn't live close. But, but Rick will give you all my contact info. Yeah. And if if we have to, uh, Brittany and I will come in. Well, I'm here. And do a one to two. And we can make it, you know, like what, the first 15 minutes, second 15, third 15, and last. So you can sort of put together a little PR kit online. And then you can put it on a thumb drive. You can email it. You can do whatever. Oh, that'd be excellent. Yeah, happy to do it. She's raising her okay. hand. Teacher. Well, about these restorations, you have a great website. Yeah. Uh, I went on there and had had a good time on there. It's cool, Dave. They have a, a tab, and it's restorations. And this long drop box comes of all the it, – it shows a picture of each of the boats. And Before then if you click after. on that, it um, – not – no, it's more like an illustration. Then. Mm. And, and then it gives a little history of each one. And, and it's a lot of different boats that they've restored. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's amazing. And I, I saw also that you've uh, loaned, or you did, I don't know if currently, loaned one yeah. of them to the Hall of Fame in Daytona. Yeah, we have a relationship with the Motorsports Hall of Fame in Daytona, and sure. we sent them, uh, actually, the, the Atlas van lines that Chip Hanauer drove. Yes. Um, yeah, in yeah. San Diego for a couple of years. Fran Muncy, another you know, great San Diego native. Yeah. Um, Fran was inducted into the Motorsports Hall of Fame, and we loaned the Hall of Fame that boat to kind of do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, inducted. can you hang? Can you hang with us another another uh, segment? Oh, sure. Mind? sure, absolutely. All right, we're going to commercial take, break. Take a quick break. Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. I want to thank El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better, services you better, new, used, parts department, service department, inventory's up, used is up. Looking for a car, go down and take a look, see if they've got something to make you happy. All right, hey, we've got David Williams on the line. Stuck around. So don't go anywhere, but yeah, first. Right. We have a theft alert. Uh, oh, no, Somebody no, no. stole no. Britney's uh, no, shock uh, absorber. No, nope. I didn't say that, listeners. It's just when Peters and I did uh, collide, they thought it was Peter's spring and spring cover. And a lot of people told me that it was given to him. And I talked to him and he doesn't have it. So I think it just got left at the track. So, and I won't be there next week because we're not racing next week. So if somebody finds if anybody's in the trash a spring can. with the spring cover... 
I would love to have it. One less thing I have to buy, right. replace. Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right, Dave. So, what's uh, what's uh, odd hours in operation for the museum? Oh, all right. Well, we're open Tuesdays through Saturdays. We're closed Sundays and Mondays. Okay. Um, and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're open from nine in the morning till eight p.m. Oh. All the rest of the days, we're open from nine until four. Okay. Uh, you know, we've done these amazing restorations. I, I think Brittany. Mm-hmm said she saw a whole bunch of them on our webpage. Uh, we're well over 20. And we do it with volunteer work. We can't afford to pay people, so we do it with volunteers. Mm. But one of the great things uh, since our boats run, if the volunteer puts in 200 hours, we take them out and give them a ride. And nice. And uh, that is an amazing way to motivate folks. That kind of reminds me of the uh, learning programs that I saw on your website as well. Well, we do have a couple of pretty cool learning programs. One is called Victory Education, uh, and that's a STEM program. STEM is sort of a buzzword in oh, education yeah. these days, <laughs> science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, but, you know, you guys are racers. You understand that motorsports is nothing but applied you know, physics, applied mm-hmm. science, applied Tons. mathematics. You know, uh, in, in our world, I'm often trying to figure out you know, the angle of attack on a prop shaft or the angle of attack on a sponson or, um, you know, how to, how to get a bigger displacement in an engine and, and all that stuff. You can't just guess. You have to measure it. And so we go into schools and we try and excite the kids by showing them uh, how the things they're learning today are used in the world of motorsports. Uh, I don't know if you guys have kids. I have kids. And the one thing I hear them say time and time again, they'll come home and say, I don't know why yeah. I needed to learn geometry. I'll never use yep. that in real life. <laughs> and then when you can sit down and show them, well, yeah, if if you want to be a successful boat racer and you know, the angle of attack on that rear wing is pretty critical to the uh-huh. setup of the, of the boat, you don't just guess at the angle of attack. And you can't always just trust uh, you know, a, a measuring device that you bought from the hardware store that has a digital readout. You need to actually measure that. So how would you measure the angle of attack? So we teach math. We teach geometry. Oh, we teach a bunch of stuff that's directly related to motorsports. But the other thing we do that I think is really, really cool, uh, it's a program called J-Hydro, where we, um, uh, I mentioned I have kids. So you do the junior, you, you, you do Little League, you do soccer, you do all the, the junior sports. And as a dad, you end up pretty much standing on the sideline and cheering. You don't really get to be involved you can't coach every sport, um, and and you feel kind of, I don't know, a little, uh, a little distance from what's going on. So we decided that we were going to bring kids in and teach them how to build wooden boats from scratch, uh, wooden race boats, an eight foot junior hydroplane. Uh, you put a fifteen cubic inch motor on that, and you can do about forty five miles an hour. Uh, and you can take part in American Powerboat Association J racing all across the country uh, on any given weekend there are probably 15 20 different races with 260 300 kids racing in this class so we um, have developed some kits and the kids come in the first week of october and they look at a stack of plywood on the floor um and you know kids today are used to buying things that are built you know you buy something it's, it's, it's already made for you but we give them a hammer and nails and a saw and we tell them how and show them how to take that stack of plywood and turn it into their own race boat. Um, and then uh, in about eight weeks, we'll have a finished boat. And uh, 
then we have motors that will loan them so they can go out and drive them and decide if they like it. And if they like it, then they literally are off to the races. <laughs> and I've been doing that program for 10 years. Wow. We've built 48 boats in 10 years. And at least two of those kids have gone on um, and raced on limited hydroplanes, which is the top notch of the sport. Um, none of them are, I don't think any of them will be in San Diego this year. Uh, we've had a bunch of national championships, world records come out of that program. Mm. It teaches so many things to the kids. And, um, you know, when, when I was a kid, on a born Saturday afternoon, you go out in the garage and you look at a can of Folger, an old coffee can full of nuts and bolts and nails and a couple of two-by-fours, and you use your imagination and try and build something. Um, a lot of kids today will spend that same time kind of buried in their phone. Uh, and they, they lose the imagination of how to build things with their hands, how to do things with their hands. And frankly, that's a pretty crucial skill. Uh, up here in Seattle, we've got a couple of big manufacturers, Boeing being one of them. They need people that want to build things with their hands, that want to understand how stuff works. So we've, we felt that's a real successful program. We're very proud of that one. That's the J-Hyper You ought program. to be proud of no, that. That's, yeah. that's, well, I'm old enough. We had auto shop, wood shop. You know, yeah. welding. I mean, we had all the all the skills that you could take, and then, like you said, if you liked it, you could actually make a career out of it if you chose right. so to do. But we don't yeah. offer kids anything like that anymore. Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. Coding. They do coding and engineering now. Well, but yeah, but then not it, quite the same. But if you have a wood shop teacher and he retires, that's or what she happened. retires. They close the program down and they don't yep. move on. I'm the second biggest uh, district in all of California. We were the last middle school to have wood shop. And when he retired, they shut it down. See? Yep. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, then send him to Seattle and send him my program. I'll teach him how to work. <laughs> yes. There you go. I love, what is the age? What's the average age um, or minimum maximum? In J-Hydro, you're allowed to race from the time you turn nine until the end of the racing season where you turn 16. So it's... And then by the time um, by the time you turn 16, the same boat that we've built and the same engine that you use, and it's a stock engine um, that runs a restrictor plate, uh, and you can take out that restrictor plate, uh, put in a different restrictor plate, and run a bigger class, and you can take it out completely <laughs> and run another class. And that boat and that engine uh, can run in in four different classes, and you can keep racing it until you're 90 years old and retired. Wow. Uh, now very often the kids will graduate to bigger, faster boats and bigger motors, but that all depends on your budget. And um, But the, the boats that we build, they can run, you know, they can run in a class called A-Hydro, which is an adult class, and you can race that as long as you're capable of racing. Interesting. Did you race, Dave? I have raced. Um, and uh, not terribly successfully, but, um, you know, anyone that can make a living racing is, yeah, started with a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole old story. Is how do you make a small fortune in hydroplane racing? Well, you start with a great big fortune. Same with that's race it. cars. Same yeah. with race yeah. cars. You name it. If passion, hey, well, got, if passion's in there, it's going to cost you. That's right. I got a real quick race car slash race boat slash San Diego story. All right. Nice. Cool. All right. So you know who Bill Muncy is? We talked about Bill Muncy. Oh yeah. And you know who Chip Hanauer is, right? Uh, yep. Chip. Okay. So when Chip retired from car racing, actually retired from boat racing, he began to car race. Right. Uh, then he retired from car racing, but he became sort of a 
instructor for uh, Hendrick Motorsports and a couple of other NASCAR teams to teach young rookie drivers how to how to deal with the media, how to deal with adversity, kind of the, the driver's charm school type of thing. Right. Um, so a couple of years back, uh, Chip was flying on jet with Jimmy Johnson. Um, and just as an aside, um, I'm, I'm working at the museum. In the museum, we have a huge archive of film and photographs and everything's been digitally uh, copied. So from my desk, I've got access to all these great films and videos. So anyway, uh, Chip is flying somewhere with Jimmy, and I get this phone call, uh, and it's Chip. And he goes, Dave, I'm on the jet with Jimmy, and I'll never guess what. He's got a great story. So he starts telling me the story over the phone that Jimmy's birthday is the middle of September, uh, and Bayfair in San Diego is the middle of September. And Jimmy was a big Hydroplane fan and a big Bill Muncy fan when he was a kid growing up. So in about oh, 1981, uh, Jimmy and his dad are out standing on the backstretch near the near Fiesta Island, and Muncie breaks down. He he throws a prop, and the boat sort of starts drifting in towards Fiesta Island, and Jimmy is sitting on his dad's shoulders, and his dad wades out in the water to hold Muncie's boat off the beach to keep it from getting hurt, um, and that's pretty cool, but. Yeah. After a while, you know, Jimmy's a little bit heavy. He's a 10-year-old kid. He's sort of heavy. So his dad picks him off his shoulders and sets him on the back of Muncie's boat. And and Jimmy's telling this story to Chip and I on the phone. About, I was sitting on Muncie's boat. It was so cool. <laughs> and something, something just strikes a bell in my memory. And I go to my computer and I type in 81 Bayfair Atlas. And it pulls up a picture. I go, Jimmy. Were you wearing a yellow T-shirt and a blue hat? And he goes, oh, my God, that, that's me. I have pictures of 10-year-old Jimmy Johnson sitting on the deck of the Atlas Van Lines with Bill Muncy uh, back in 1981. How funny. cool is that? Hey, give out your museum uh, website one more time, my friend. Sure. It is www.thunderboats, that's T-H-U-N-D-E-R-B-O-A-T-S dot O-R-G. All right, we'll get my contact info. Uh, Brittany, one more. I just, uh, if you end up finding the funds to bring those vintage boats yeah. down to San Diego, will that announcement be made on the website? It sure will. And you'll let I will us call know. You first. Okay. All right, okay. you do that. All right, buddy. All thank right. you very, very much. Thank and you. I know yes. we'll be talking. All right, take care. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Brittany. All thank right, you. we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio. In fact, our guest is, isn't it, uh, I sent it to you, was it? No. Oh, Mr. Salazar's on the line. Huh? It's even better. Yeah, Chris Holt. Oh. Okay, so let's uh, take a break. When we get back, right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're going to have uh, Todd Salazar call in at Final quarter segment. till. Yeah. Talk about the next two Ooh, race back to back event. Yeah, that's going to be pretty good. But right now, let's talk to the man, Chris Holt. How you doing, buddy? 
I'm doing great, Dave. How are you doing? Well, you know, how bad could it be? It's sunny. We're talking about racing. And we're talking exactly. racing. I mean, God. It could only be better if we were racing. And the only thing missing is a beer. But other than that, we're doing great. How about you? Well, I got the beer. Ah, and boy. never a bad day if you're talking racing. That's right. Exactly. Hey, so uh, I called in to talk about uh, the Paris Auto Speedway, naturally. But also, we have a, a pretty big event coming up. And, and you know about it. You've been there. For the California Racers Hall of Fame night. This is going to yeah. be August 20th. Oh, yeah. That's so we got be uh, huge. the same old deal, you know, with uh, a, a trophy dash. It's the one and only trophy dash for the whole year for the USAC CRA. And this year we have um, another $4,000 to the winner. I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, $2,000 to the winner out of a $4,000 purse. We've got a, a few other cash. We also have the Fast Time Award that started out at 500 bucks. It's up to about 1000 We have the um, people that have donated money to sponsor the leader of the different laps. We've collected about $6,000 there. You know, we've got some heat race winners. It's just a whole bunch of cash going on. But the, the main thing is this whole race is for the people just to come out and meet some of the old timers. You know, they go up to the autograph session, and and a lot of people show up that uh, just only show up once a year. They fly in from you know all over the country, uh, actually all over the world. They all get together and just a, a fun night for everybody. Have you been up to that yet, Brittany? Well, I remember being on the infield. Michelle Spencer and I went, yeah. and I feel like it might have been that night because there were some big names, well, but there's some old timers a- too. So I don't know they if it was a different They have a whole display of vintage cars on the outside. Mm. Yep. The and, Western Racing Association, right. they will be there. They're it's, the best. I believe a, what they call a static show this year. I'm not sure if they're going to put them out on the racetrack. Okay, yeah. And so when you walk in, you get to meet all the old timers and see the old cars, see how they were. And they really have a, a, a large assortment of different cars, you know, the midgets, the sprint yeah. cars, the roadsters. Uh, just a, a fun night. And it's a, the normal price of admission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the people just get uh, so pumped up during this whole event, and, and naturally, an opportunity for the people to go down in the pits and buy the t-shirts and and just all kinds of things like that. And this uh, particular night, it's the California Racers Hall of Fame night, but they also will have the IMCA Modifieds that they're having now. Got uh, Jimmy Thornell is the point leader. Uh, got a couple of girls, you know, Brenda Kirby and. Um, uh, Alicia, uh, she's there. It's just it's um, been working out very well. We found out that these modifieds they prepare the track pretty good for the sprint cars, <laughs> and the, the sprint cars kind of like them because it's a nice smooth race, and mm. the, the, the modifieds are loving it. There's going to be a lot so, of energy on the track yeah. that night. Was My that, goodness, oh, yeah. <laughs> was that Alicia? Was that Alicia Smith? Uh, Alyssa? Is it yeah, Alyssa Smith? Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, she's well, you young know, and you doing know, well. I don't know if she's going to be able to race. Come to think about it, because I, uh, she did get hurt a little bit, so we'll have to. Oh, she still hasn't around. gotten back on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I should have asked her, but uh, like then we I've got the young post. guns. We got uh, a girl that's uh, been racing, and she's doing very well. But she's going to have some competition. I think the uh, uh, rumors. We got a couple of new kids coming out for the young guns, <laughs> and then we got the the senior sprints that race with them, and yeah. uh, that's a show in itself. So uh, we got the IMCA cars, we got the USAC CRE cars, we got the the young guns and senior sprints. So it's going to be a good night. Yeah, and and it's a museum. It, that's what I was thinking. It's almost like a museum and race night. And they'll talk to you. <laughs> they call it the Rolling Museum. That's right. And I uh, tell you what, the the WRA guys, that's the Western Racing Association guys, they can talk forever, and they love it. Right. And they, they love the questions. They're very knowledgeable. 
they're going to want to talk you into joining, which is the best deal in the world because once you're a member, you get to go to all these races, and you don't have to have a, a race car. You can just go in, and, and uh, I always kid – your job might be hold down a lawn chair and watch the girls walk by, but uh, you know there's a job for everybody, and uh, they appreciate the help. They appreciate the the fans being part of the deal. And is that what um, WRC? Yeah, WRA, yeah, Western Racing Association, and they they got some pretty interesting members too. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He chose those words on purpose. He knows that. I wish I knew why. I tell you why. Because they got people that uh, are are very well known. You know, they got some celebrities. Sure. They kind of stay in the background, you know, and just like uh, you never know who's going to show up for the autograph session. They just kind of stay in the background and and, uh, take it all in. You know, we've had some some Hollywood people and we've had other members. from different parts of the country that fly in, and, and they just uh, enjoy being there and, and watching it. So well, they're racers. Thing, one night. They're racers for one night is really what yeah. it amounts to. <laughs> and, if yeah. we, and another reason I like to go that night, amongst other nights, is to compare what the older guys drove compared to what the kids are driving today. Right. It's uh, mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it, it, some of the older guys – they watch these new kids and and they swear that they're crazy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're a lot faster. You know, they got a lot more power back uh, back in the era of the '80s and '90s when they had 600 horsepower engines. Now they're 900, you know, close to a thousand, and um, just the the speeds have picked up. And uh, it, it sure seems like the kids are a lot braver than they used to be. It's either they're braver or they have no respect. I'm not sure, but they bang wheels and they crash and they just get out and well, you know, shrug it off and come back next week. Compared to the to the WRA guys, you know oh. they've got that false sense of security of a super cage. Yeah, uh, I was thinking uh, about the safety a, a, a here. Containment yeah. seat. Yeah. Uh, Head neck device. Yeah. I mean. There isn't anything on that body that's not protected. So compared to w, what, WRA, when those guys would get in with a pair of slacks, a T-shirt. Yeah, tuxedo. Oh, no. That's what they had. You know, and I, I was looking at a uh, older helmet the other day and found out that it was actually made out of paper mache. Which doesn't surprise what? me in the least because uh, I have one. Yeah. I actually have one, and it's made, I swear, it looks like it's made out of paper mache. Yeah, and it's uh, but you know, but back then, I mean, they didn't they didn't know any different. They didn't know any yeah. better. Well, it, it was better than nothing. You know, right. they called it better than a black eye. Well, I remember so they used. Have, to, um, I remember they used to say that if you put safety gear on, you were a sissy. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, they they I, fought the roll cages. They oh, but, they fought uh, everything. You know, the, the Hans device. They fought the arm restraints. But I love uh, them all. Once they. Um, crash, yeah, oh, and they yeah. realize what saved them. Then they kind of like right. It. Once you use it, yeah. really yeah. use it. <laughs> so we got a, a pretty big um, uh, point battle going on uh, between the demon and Brody Roa, and ah. we, got, uh, these, uh, we got so many guys that are a potential main event winner. You know, Eddie Defoya, he's uh, just back from. Uh, the Midwest, and he'll be a little bit uh, hopped up. We got uh, Roa that's on his way to mm-hmm. Sprint Week. He'll come back uh, 
you know, all tuned up and got the demon naturally that's always ready to go. Jeez. I'd but love we, to have them both in studio on the same day. <laughs> no, you would I would wear my safety gear because I sit in between them. But actually, I would, they would be fine. I would love to have yeah. the two of them. Because they wouldn't be in a race car. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, the three Williams boys, all three now uh, contenders for a main event. They're, they're all doing well. We got Matt McCarthy, uh, and then we got this guy, Matt Mitchell, that's been racing for a long time. And he is really tuned up this year. Um, Tommy Malcolm, Charlie Davis Jr., he's coming back from the Midwest. Just There's a whole bunch of people that are going to be after this uh, this big event. So you got to yeah. be there. Yeah, you definitely have to be there. What were the dates again? This is August 20th coming up. It's uh, the California Racers Hall of Fame night. Gates open at 5. Racing starts at 7. We will have an, have an autograph session. They will take the time, uh, you know, during the uh, intermission. If you want to go down, I believe you can this race. I was not positive on this, but mm-hmm. uh, for sure after the main event to go down and buy T-shirts and get them autographed and um, just it's um, go down and shoot the bull. I mean, the, the once <laughs> once a year fun time. Because you know they'll be ready. They'll be really excited to talk about you know what's going on. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds like a fun night. Sounds like a fun night. It uh, definitely will sh- be. Should you get your tickets early? You think? You think it'll sell well, out? You always or? can. You know. Uh, you don't absolutely have to. You know the the grandstands are so big there at Paris that, that sits over eight thousand people that there's always a, a seat for someone. That, uh, if you want to sit in a particular area. I watch the fans. They'll get up and move. They'll get closer together, and uh, just like the WRA guys, the fans love to talk too. So mm-hmm. if it's your first time there, you just turn around and ask anybody with a racing T-shirt on, "What's that? What are they doing?" <laughs> and you're going to get about 16 people that are going to answer at once yep. because they they uh, they you welcome the new it. fans. You get excited. You get excited. You get involved. There's people who like to talk about racing, right, Dave? Yeah, and I don't yeah. know if you know this or not, Chris, but um, Brittany teaches school. Uh, no, middle... no, no. Uh, is this Brittany Sandoval? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. The dwarf driver. Didn't know she taught school. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Racing school teacher. We call her the racing school teacher. Yeah. And she's been, the last couple of races, she's been in the art of modification. Uh, to, okay. to the front of her car. Uh, he, he's telling oh. you I've been using my safety gear. <laughs> yeah, she's okay, been using that, that safety gear. Yeah, I'm gear. still looking for parts that are apparently out at the track. Yeah, <laughs> so if you see a shock roll down the, yeah. the, it's you know, the main... It's a Landrum spring in a spring cover that, that never belong, made it home. And that belongs to Brittany. Yeah. No, it sounds okay. like a, not, a fun yeah, night of racing. Uh I'll Bring be racing. Family. I'll be racing that night too. Bring the family. That's the main thing, folks. Yeah, it's so. I can't believe it holds eight thousand people. Oh, you no, said eight thousand, right? Yeah, we got uh, big grandstands <sighs> and you know, no smoke in the grandstands, so it is a friendly yep. uh, family environment. Lots good, of bathrooms, um, and they're nice. Great bathrooms, good food. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Under five or free. You got a bar. Full service. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> what more could you ask for? I never get up to the bar. That's too bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to hit it a couple times for you, my friend. Hey, okay. good talking to you. Yeah, thanks for See coming. August 20th. All righty. All right. Take care. We're going to take a quick thanks, break. Thanks uh, uh, to Racer Radio for having me. You're Absolutely. more than welcome, my friend. Uh, okay, right. Dave. Take care, buddy. All right. We're going to take a quick break. This is Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer.
All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, located at 11370 North Woodside Avenue. They've got this new thing going out there. You won't believe it. All of a sudden, Chargers and Challengers are coming to CCC, and they're building their motors to try to capture the other driver. And I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I like the all sound of, a, of that. All of a sudden, all the Mopar guys are going there. So, But if you're looking for General Automotive, too, they can do that as well. And they have an announced dyno. How cool is yes, that? they do. Hey, we got Todd Salazar on the hey, line. Todd? How you doing, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Oh, we doing just hunky-dory. Uh, glad we uh, glad you called in. Yeah, uh, talk about this summer shootout. Yeah, let's Today talk about or- that. What do you got doing? What are you doing? So, so Friday, we're doing a two-day race, Friday and Saturday. So we're going to do uh, IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Stock Car Street Stocks, the IMCA Hobby Stocks over from Cocopa, IMCA Sport Compacts, and then our Pure Stocks, the Pony Stocks, and then our Kids Groups, the Mini Dwarfs and the Junior Sprints. So we're racing Saturday night at 7, and then, or Friday night, excuse me, Friday night at 7, and then Saturday night at 7 also. Okay. Are the SoCal mowers there or not? I see them on the flyer. Yes. Okay, she didn't write that down for oh, me. No worries. We're Just wanted to clarify. Now. Oh, are you? <laughs> I, I, I lost track of time. I was on the machine, and then Trisha come over and told me so we're watering the track today and mm-hmm. we're just clean, just her and i are out here cleaning you know doing some stuff so um yes and we're doing the socal mowers as well and what i heard is the points do not carry over friday is independent from saturday correct if you say so oh i thought i heard that somewhere <laughs> That's not my department oh okay sorry talking to a school teacher <laughs> i thought i heard that and it, it just it's for the drivers it's yeah. just well, a different I'm, approach yeah exactly either way well and it's, it's it's is it is it uh so it's just what was the purpose of putting these two together it's just we did it last year and you liked and it and it just seems something successful okay, and you know good. doing a two day race giving the guys you know an extra day to race that is something cool to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would imagine more people might spend the night there, too. Probably. It's just fun. It, two-dayers yeah. are fun. Two-dayers are really fun. Yeah. It's so, a lot of work, though. It's, it's a, lot a lot of work. work. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. like the, the, the Friday night will probably be fun. Are people allowed to come on Thursday night, especially if we have out-of-towners? Out we'll make exceptions, but just don't advertise it. So if it's... Okay, so make sure you contact. I don't know. Okay, yeah. okay. Trisha talked to somebody that's coming from New Mexico. Right. This past week. So, you know, obviously we got guys coming from Arizona. Right. And Nor- we, Northern we had, Cal. Northern Cal. We had a whole group of guys from Tucson, and they, they were cool. They were really nice guys, and they had a great time. And the guys, one of the guys' trucks broke down, and they left their trailer. So when we got up and went home Sunday, mm-hmm. his trailer was still here. So he had called Brad, got my phone number, and he came up and got his trailer. He said he had a great time, yeah. and he's trying to come back for this weekend. That's, that's what we want to hear. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what you're looking for. That's 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 your trophy. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, price is the same? Yes, sir. Wow, that's even better. Parking is free? <laughs> yes. Camping is free as long as you contain yourself? We're not advertising. Uh, we Sorry. are on Saturday. Yes. We need to not advertising. <laughs> See what I have to deal with? Yes. Not, and I've had her in for two hours, too. Yeah, but double trouble. Fun. Double trouble. 
Hey, by the way, right. since you're out, you're out of the track right now. Oh yeah. Yes. Could you look for a Landrum Spring, please? It never made it home with Robert Peters. It never made it home with him. Everyone said, Robert's got it. Robert, they all thought it was Robert's. Okay. And I think it's out okay. there. Well, <laughs> okay. I, there was a couple things I saw by the uh, in the staging area. Okay. Yeah. I'll look over there and see. Okay, you're the, the man. There needs to be a lost and found at every racetrack. Trisha's going to get a water truck uh, uh, instruction right now. She wants to learn how to drive oh a water truck. Oh, oh, my that's God. That's hilarious. All right, now you have a phone with you, so the tow truck can yeah. come get you out of the mud hole. Um, yeah, Billy Baldwin was here this morning. Was he? So, yeah. Oh, that's nice. You are going to have Okay, now try not to laugh a lot. Now let her have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. The next thing, she'll want to get on the $450,000 blade. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. Not so much. I don't think so. All right, buddy. Hey, yeah. we'll get out there, have fun. Folks, you got to do it. Next next Friday? It's next Friday and next Saturday. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 22nd and the 23rd. 22nd, 23rd. Be there, be square. All and right. Both Fire up that water much. truck. Have it's fun. It's running right now. All right. <laughs> Take Thank care, buddy. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. All right. So, well, I was, I, there was something we were going to talk about that we needed a little bit of time at the end, though. Verona. <laughs> Verona. I wanted to bring up Verona. But, well, David Williams was doing a great job. First segment. Yeah. Carried him over to second segment, gotcha. so I wanted to make sure to um, talk right. about Verona's Friday and Saturday night. I looked up the weather. Um, it's good they're starting at 7. It's good for the spectators that they're starting at 7 because uh, it's it's not going to go to near 100, so that's good. Just the 90s, which but that's, you know, a high. Let's see. By 7, it says 71. It's perfect. Oh, no, that's perfect. Yeah, because – are you okay? Yeah. So, the uh, sun goes down behind the mountain. Yeah, right. Watch, and, and that's really nice. just a short there. Yeah. So I went to Ernie's. Uh, oh, yesterday. So <gasps> Thank you so much for – So I come out, good. and I'm going, the hell? Oh, I'll use Waze. Oh, I just, start, I just downloaded that app. Did it help? Oh, my God. I went some of the coolest roads in the back hills – time on the way to palm strings i told you i totally got lost and loved it yeah what car were you in i was in the subaru wrx oh, perfect i was having a time of my life the only thing is i was at like a quarter tank account. oh that makes i got there was a bad wreck in alpine yeah, on tavern yeah. on friday yeah, and yeah. i got stuck in that traffic and i kept oh, thinking you did? oh and it was too late to make a turn it, and i'm in the clutch oh the mustang uh, up the hill uh yeah i worked out my left calf but um First thing I looked at, the gas. Yeah. So you're down to a quarter. Yeah. But, <sighs> but you know, and then I finally, I says, and I've been using Waze for a long, long time. So I pull over, turn my phone off. Yeah. Like reset start it. Start it back. Yeah. And it weighs it. That's exactly, yeah. That's what, yes. For Palm Springs, same thing. I'm like, yeah. something's not right. I should yes. start over. Where are you taking me? Yeah. Well, if you're just starting Waze, you've got to understand Waze. I'm just starting. Because Waze will... Take you on back roads through city streets. Why? Because it's shorter between where you're at. Crow flies. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And But the problem with that is... You're not a crow. And you could be dropped off in some rather unseedy neighborhoods, like Ooh. if you're in L.A. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you got to be really... You know, you just got to be careful. Because, I mean, I have done it... Well, this one... I'm like, oh, what? 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 Where am I going? This is re- 
ridiculous because it's it was you're going to Ramona, right? It's not well, that yeah, but remote. I was. I, but, so here's the deal: I drove up to Ramona via sixty-seven, and after all the dog legging, it took me down Wildcat Canyon Road. Ha! I came in at the top <laughs> of Wildcat oh. and drove by the racetrack. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh goodness. See what I mean? Yeah. And I mean I am out in La La Land. But it was good because it was just me. Yeah. And I was having a blast. Yeah, man. there I was, was no scooting. uh passenger to get no, sick. No, there was nobody to worry about. I was scooting through the turns and Yeah, yeah. I know I totally hear you. Yes. Yeah, when so you have I'm, the right car and sometimes the right tunes. And perfect. if you aren't like an appointment or a plane to catch. No, I just well once I got to the top of uh, Wildcat then I knew where I was fuel-wise. Oh, right. And that's all I really cared about. I want to yeah, make sure I'm fuel. okay fuel-wise. Yeah. And then once I realized I was in more than good shape, I you know, hauled freight down. Yes. And put 11 gallons in. Uh, yeah. At 70-something dollars. Or- I know. I uh, The whole time going three miles an hour through Blossom Valley to get off a tavern, um, I was like, oh, this is expensive. Yeah. Oh my God. So you did. Well, you didn't know about the accident. I didn't know about the accident. And like in the morning, my parents are like, "Let's have lunch." And I'm like, "Well, there's no good reason not to." Where'd you go? Ahi's Sushi oh. Alpine. Yuck. Oh, we we like sushi. We like ahi's. Oh, you don't. You're the picky eater. That's why we need to be judges for any sort of. No, you need to be judges. Food off anything. I didn't know that'd be something you'd want to do. I would love to do it. It, I have. Okay, so we got a little bit of time. So I've never done it before. I mean, I've done some, you know, not like this. This is all professional. You know, we had Ah, to have the crackers. Oh, in between each tasting. Yeah, you had a piece of paper with with one, two, three, four, six squares. So they'd show you a uh, chicken leg or chicken wing or. It was chicken, and it was a bre- uh, thigh. And then you look at it, you score it. Did they tell you what to look at, like color, texture, no, they just said you, firmness, juicy? They could have, but they oh. didn't, so we had to So mark. it was just Dave's preference? No, 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 no. Okay. So I have to give it a score for appearance. I had to give it a score for taste. I had to give it a score for tenderness. I can't remember what the last one was. So you had to score them. So then there were five contestants. How many judges? Uh, got on our table one, one, two, three, four, five, six. Fun. Well, you listeners you, out there, we want to do meat. food judging. <laughs> Just call me up. Hi. There's very little I will not eat. Not eat. Oh, I, I'm not a fan of eel. Oh, we'll put, shall we put that on your list? No, I'm just not. No, thank you. Please don't invite me if it's an if eel it's, contest. <laughs> if that's an eel contest, I mean, just like hobbies. Like I, I just love trying signing things. You up? And uh, no, we, but if, we. If it's, it's an a eel, yin and yang of picky hey, it, eater it, versus me. Oh my lord! Uh, you ever see the movie with Tom Hanks where he ate the caviar and he didn't know what it was? Oh, my God. If you ever see that movie, you'll laugh until your heart stops. Oh. My wife and I come apart at the seams every time we see that movie. What, does he eat it? Does he like it? No. No, 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 He hates it. He spits it out. There's one thing. Actually, I'm not into sweet bread. We were in a nice French restaurant. And (sighs) sweet bread. I mean, that sounds amazing. And then I eat it, but it's a gland, like a sheep's gland. I'm like, Uh, Okay. 
But I ate it. After I'm done throwing up, <laughs> yeah. we're going to listen to her race. Oh, sorry. Gun Hunters Radio. You're a picky eater right, listener. Oh, like. my Lord. <laughs> right around the corner, FM 961 AM 1170, The, the answer. answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.